Welcome to the Conscious Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. This show offers wisdom, inspiration, and tips on how women entrepreneurs built their businesses and how they incorporate mindfulness and spiritual practices to become successful. I'm your host, Martina Thomason, a certified entrepreneurs coach. I specialize in helping natural therapy practitioners release emotional and subconscious resistance to get more clients. Now, let's jump into today's episode. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode two of Conscious Women Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Martina Thomason, and today I am super excited to introduce you to my beautiful friend, Lara Beidou. Um, through writing and online counseling workshops and weekly hashtag Queendom 101 e-newsletter, she supports women rediscover their divine power. And mm. today we are actually going to talk about the difference between building a career and a business. So could you talk a little bit about that, Lara? <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Miss Martine. It's so, I'm so happy to be here and to be um, doing this podcast with you. It's really super cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you and I kind of go way back. So we go a few years back and we've just been on our respective journeys and then um, we're just kind of talking about this. And so I, I kind of felt like for me personally, a, a long time ago, that my success or, or my worthiness and my success for me depended on having a business. And if I have a business, um, then that makes me successful. But there was all of these other like unconscious beliefs and layerings that I'd kind of put on top of what it meant to have a business. So the last year and a half um, while I was living in Indonesia um, and really kind of had the opportunity to work full time on my business, I really started to understand a little bit more deeply the difference and the distinction between a business and a career. Um, and I realized that I had spent so many years and so much focus on measuring my success in terms of having a successful business that I didn't consider that a business was only one aspect or one element of what would be for me a long career. So um, a little bit of my background, I had a very short-lived career in my early 20s in digital marketing. And I really loved marketing, but it just wasn't for me. And then I kind of went on this experience, this personal journey, this journey inwards, um, and became much more aligned with my purpose and my mission, which is to support women, um, ignite women, help them heal and to grow. Um, because I personally believe that from doing that, we're able to um, give, give our gift, our unique gift into the world. So when I started understanding that, I did my studies and, um, but I had, I guess you can say kind of this like new age, a little bit, um, pretentious perspective that um, well you haven't you haven't made it until you have your own business like right. you haven't um, <laughs> you haven't really succeeded until you've had you have your own business and I think a lot of 
um, particularly in this day and age, you know, with hustle culture, with busy culture, with being a conscious, working for yourself, strong, independent woman, you know, we're educated, we know the power in um, owning our own business, what that means for freedom for ourselves, the ability to create the, the life and the career that we want. So there are so many pros and benefits to doing it. However, I think that sometimes for me, at least, I began to lose track of um, what I was doing it for. And it became about creating a successful business became the purpose and the vision instead of supporting and igniting um, the healing and the growth and the empowerment of women. Yeah. And when I think about how can I best do that, there are many avenues and many ways to live out your purpose. Sure. A business can be one of them. And as you grow and develop a successful business, it's like, I was thinking about it this morning. It's kind of like having like a baby or a, a child, like you, your business is your child and it's a huge part of your life. And it is a huge part of what makes your life fulfilling, but it's not your life. It is, one aspect of your life and a business is similar to that in a career in that you can end up with a a business like Mark Zuckerberg and that becomes your career but like ultimately for them from the majority of us our business is one aspect of what will be a career in in a much larger sense so um you know beginning to understand and and it sounds a little weird because I just got this like two years ago and I did a full business degree, but it's like, for me, it just kind of clicked. And I was like, oh, like I've been chasing my tail in a sense and kind of like missing the point a little bit in terms of what it is that I really want to be, um, why I'm doing what I'm doing. I've, I kind of lost my why a little bit. Um, and, you know, remembering the distinction between the two is important. Yeah, because it, like you said, it's almost like in the spirituality or in the spiritual circles, if we can call it that, it's almost like, are you, I joke about this, but are you even spiritual if you don't have your own business? And it's sort of become like the alpha omega of, of living life on your terms. But being an entrepreneur requires so much more. It requires, um, you know, looking at your finances, looking at uh, all the other aspects, marketing and all that. And uh, in a career, you can actually, or choosing certain jobs could potentially allow you to do more of the work that you're drawn to and more of what you're happy about spending time doing and that's something that you and I have been talking a little bit about lately because um, we too wanted to build our own businesses and still are but um, sort of coming from a more compassionate angle like there are seasons for everything maybe we needed to learn something first maybe we needed to um, establish that career a little bit more firmly be before we sort of leap into having our own business. Maybe there's something that needs to be a little bit more ripen. Um, so I think, you know, taking a step back, like you say, and looking at our incarnation, we didn't incarnate and it's like, 
right girl, you're gonna establish a business and you're gonna save the world with such and such. Uh, I mean, just the fact that we're here and um, you know, there's a saying that goes something along the lines of charity starts at home. And I think a lot of people forgets that, um, that all the small things throughout the day also create huge ripples. So you don't necessarily have to have a business to create a big change and a big positive transformation for people. Uh, maybe on a smaller scale, potentially, but um, as much as you and I are excited about entrepreneurship and stuff, I thought it's interesting to start this, this um, podcast off with sort of a step back and looking at the whole picture more. Absolutely. Like, I, I really like what you said around, like, you know, maybe there's something there's something else or something that needs to be further ripened or further developed or and not just that you know it doesn't have to be black or white it's not start a business or you build your career through this let this lane um and I know for me personally I was really looking at it from a very like black or white perspective you know but now you know I'm still I still have my own private counseling practice um, I still write and I still, um, you know, really promote myself and my business and things exactly like this. So we, you know, work with other women. Um, and also I now um, teach um, young girls in school. So, I mean, and I teach them, you know, I counsel young girls in school. So I have that element and component for it. And it's a beautiful kind of balance for what I'm going. And it's actually so perfect, so aligned. I feel so in my purpose, so inspired in a way that is really just giving me so much energy and confidence and, um, and uh, not just energy and confidence, but inspiration um, and, um, and meaning and a deeper sense of meaning because like you said, sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And having um, additional support through working with uh, other organizations and being a part of institutions allows for a much richer experience for yourself, for your own professional growth and development. And also, it also allows for you to connect and network with people who can support you and who you can support as well. And I think that's a really important thing to remember because I know for me, it just felt very much like I have to do this and not just that, one of the limiting beliefs I have is I have to do it alone. And I think a lot of times that was really, really kicking me in the butt and really stalling any growth that I had in my business because we're not an island and we can't do anything alone. And so that was obviously leaning into how I was operating my business. And any entrepreneur knows you can't build a business alone. You need tons of support, tons of help. You need sisters, you need mentors, you need guidance, you need um in you know you need people that work for you work people that work with you um and so you know getting my head and wrapping my head around some of my own constructed beliefs about what it meant to have a business what that meant for my sense of self and my sense of worth as opposed to when i looked at the big picture of what do i want in my what do i want my career to be then I realized that for me, I want my career to be so much more than just 
one product or one offering or a number of offerings. It's much more, you know, it's kind of like a portfolio career of, you know, um, speaking, writing, counseling, mentoring, workshops, retreats, all sorts of different yeah. things. It's not just one product or one business or one offering. Yeah, I mean, it seems like we're limiting ourselves. And it's so fascinating because a lot of people that are entrepreneurial types don't like the confinements and restrictions around being put into a system and doing a job, but then, uh, you know, going into entrepreneurship and it's like, you got to do a niche and you got to do this and you have to do, um, be it by yourself and sorting this all out by yourself, like you were mentioning. And I love how you're saying all the different facets because we are so much more like if, if you are great at telling stories, it might be, you know, like you say, through books, through speaking gigs, through mentoring uh, retreats and, and the story part is your, it's coming through different channels. A hundred percent. It comes through different channels and it evolves like, you know, you know, so many businesses start off as one thing and end up in a completely different offering. And, you know, as, as young for as young entrepreneurs, and, and I mean young, I mean just starting out, you entrepreneurs. So, you know, less than five years of entrepreneurial experience. You've got this, all of these learning curves and entrepreneurship is hard work. Like the amount of growth that it takes, yeah. you know? And so when I talk about these like aha moments, like, oh, Lara, you don't have to do it all alone. And Lara actually, by plugging into another organization and offering your gifts in that space, that's actually nurturing and building and feeding your career. And, a, and I, don't, I haven't defined it, but I think I should, you know, a career is your life's work. It's the work that you're choosing to do that all add up. So a business can be your life's work, but it can also be a part of your life's work. And it's just one facet, one element of a much bigger professional um, career that you may have. And when I really remembered that, because I didn't, it's not that I didn't know, it's that I just lost track of what I was doing and why I was doing it. When I really remembered that, it was much easier for me to take the pressure off forcing something to work, to really consider what are my, what are all of my needs in this instance? What are my financial needs, my emotional needs, my spiritual needs, my um, you know, physical needs, my mental needs, my personal needs, and then also what are my goals? What am I trying to accomplish? What's and coming back, what's my vision? Why did I start this business in the first place? What am yes. I trying to do? And bringing it back to that and remembering that, oh, there are many ways to get to where you want to get to. There are many ways to get to that endpoint. And instead of having such a narrow focused vision and narrow, you know, just thinking so narrowly, like it has to be this, this has to work. I allowed myself to kind of like open my perspective up a little bit. And that was really helpful because from there, I was able to see things in a new light. And then like, it was just like all of these different opportunities and, and, just started coming to me and things that were so perfectly aligned, perfectly aligned in every way, shape or form for my growth, my professional 
a career for abundance, for financial abundance, and that have actually completely linked into the work that I'm currently doing within my own business. So it was this perfect synergy in a way that wasn't possible for me before because I was just so narrowly focused on what I thought had to work in a way I had to, I, it had to work in the, um, in the structure and framework in which I thought it needed to be. Yeah, and, and it's so interesting because in, in sort of the manifestation work, quite a buzzword, but in, in manifesting, there is like this um, very established principle of um, you figure out what you want and potentially when you want it, but not how. And we forget that in building our business, like, no, I want to create abundance only through my business, <laughs> you know, and it can be an avenue, absolutely, but it could be through something else as well. Um, like we spoke Don't limit about. yourself. Yeah, that's it. It's like, you know, for me, it's like the thing when I heard you just say that, don't limit yourself, don't limit the ways in which abundance and, um, and all the things that you want and your why, can, how it comes to you because we just don't know a lot of times our limited perspective, we have our own thoughts on it, but we all have a higher power and a higher power often knows better for us than we know for ourselves. Yep. And by trusting in, you know, that things always work out for the best and can work out in ways that we may not expect that actually, um, you know, giving and giving into that trust and surrendering into that can create miracles that are much larger than what our little minds could consider doing for sure love that but having said that because this is a um entrepreneurs podcast for conscious women entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh i also introduce uh or i i sort of have a segment that i always want to ask my guests and so uh, I think transitioning into that now that we've laid the foundation of not limiting ourselves, but now moving into what we have learned in our businesses um, mm -hmm. would be good to look at that as well. So um, what does running a conscious business look like for you in practice? So, you know, alignment work, energy work, um, mm. self-care work. I... I think that your business can only grow as much as you do. So uh, it running a conscious business um, requires being a lot of self-awareness. Um, and as women, uh, we are just in nature, you know, the, the original, like the original creators. So there's so much creation that can come from us and oftentimes it can feel like we have to do more in order to accomplish, but by taking a step back and resting into ourselves, um, being conscious of our bodies, being conscious of the sensations that run through our bodies, um, being aware of our emotional states, aware of our mental states. Um, and I spoke a little bit briefly before, but um, being aware of our own needs yes. and taking care of our needs is a really, really important part of running a conscious business because if we are not taking care of ourselves, if we are not meeting our own needs, then we're going to create 
a business that doesn't meet our needs either because it's everything in our life is going to reflect us and our internal state you know and so I think that that's a really important part of remembering when we are creating anything that we are coming from a place of alignment within ourselves that we are coming from a place of authenticity and integrity in terms of not just um, how we express ourselves in the outside world but how are we being in alignment with our own values? Are we meeting our own needs in a way in which we're wanting to serve others? And I'm such a big believer in that and um, you know, being mindful and aware of what our needs are, what our emotional needs are, our physical, our mental needs are, having the courage to meet those needs, setting boundaries for ourselves when we need to set boundaries. All of those are such huge, huge fundamental um, aspects of running a conscious business because ultimately um, things can only grow as much as we grow and if we haven't got the foundations in place then if they do blow up we aren't um, we aren't resourced enough to be able to manage it in a way that is is healthy mentally physically spiritually emotionally for us mic drop <laughs> love that um so what what are some of your biggest lessons so far from your journey as an entrepreneur obstacles or something you've overcome anything around that oh so many <laughs> so many um the three that are sticking out to me the most one is perfection um i realized um because I, like, I was just really, when I was living in Bali, I didn't have any of the external, I didn't have to worry about work because I was just, we had a villa, everything was taken care of. And so I had no external excuses. So I had to take a really good hard look at myself. And I realized that um, the number one um, thing that was holding me back from the growth that I wanted and the business that I wanted was my... Um, unhealthy perfectionism because it was preventing me from putting out into the world good enough work because I wanted it to be perfect and because of that it never just it either I just the flip side of the coin was I just procrastinated um, and or it got done but it just never got put out and that was you know obviously rooted in fear fear of rejection fear of judgment fear of a lot of different things but that was the number one lesson is for me on a very visceral level is understanding, hey, look, this is what your number one issue is in terms of your, your business is that you hold yourself back with your own perfectionism. And this is a problem and not just a little problem, like this is actually blocking your abundance big time. So that would be the first lesson I learned, progress, not perfection. Awesome. And not just progress, not perfection, but literally if we strive for perfection, perfectionism can actually be a huge block to what we truly want. So it's counterintuitive. But So the second obstacle was um, to just be really mindful um, that I can't do everything alone. And I touched on this before, but, yeah. you know, with the entrepreneurship, you have to ask for help. You have to be willing to be wrong 
Um, and you have to be willing to uh, be vulnerable and vulnerability is actually what will bring you much more than trying to do it all and act like you know it all and have it all together sure. um, because it just doesn't work. So that would be the second major lesson that I learned. Yeah, because that's um, built into yeah. built into authenticity as well. Um, you know, you're not being authentic if you're um, pretending or sort of projecting that you know it all, but opening up and being vulnerable and sharing your journey and all those things, um, like you said, is going to be a lot more fruitful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so um, did you have resistance at all to speaking your truth, uh, except from the perfectionistic uh, or perfectionism? Uh, did you sort of feel a block or resistance towards sharing your truth um, with the world? Yeah, absolutely. I think speaking up, particularly on social media, um, the the work that I do is really deeply rooted in emotional healing and mm. um, rewiring old narratives. So a lot of times the resistance came from fear of what my family would think, fear of me putting my story out there, fear of impacting others, um, fear of being judged because of, you know, being vulnerable. Because I want to just touch on while I said that, you know, you can't, why well, I said you have to be vulnerable, like you have to ask for help. Um, asking for help could be like, you know, I, I need to ask for help in that I, I, does anyone want to work with me? You know what I mean? Or oh, do you want to, yeah. because in a lot of ways, I was very vulnerable in my business and in my story and sharing that. And I didn't always get good feedback or I just triggered a lot of people because when you're in your truth and when you're in your integrity and when you are speaking from a place of personal power, a lot of folks, if they're not in that place, can be very triggered by it. Um, sure. And so I often had fear with that. And I also, I had fear about just being honest and open. And it just took me years to have the courage to say what I meant and meant what I say and be honest and open. And I'll be honest, it's, it's still a challenge. I still get nervous when I send an email out or post on social media, my perfectionism, my wanting to do it right, all of those old programs come flooding through me. And also, um, I just think it's, it doesn't, it's not that it necessarily gets easier. I just get a bit better at doing it each time. But definitely, it's sometimes it's so much easier to do the task physically because you've done it a hundred times and you sort of have a little bit less resistance towards it maybe, but you still have that like, I don't know how this is going to go. Is it perfect? Is it, you know, the quality that I want, all that stuff. So yeah, I totally relate. Um, just mm -hmm. Working with our resistance, firstly, finding out sort of what's holding us back from uh, freely sharing and then just sort of doing it with self-compassion and not just bulldozing. Uh, I think that's, that's really important. And that's something that I'm going to talk more about as well on a later episode bulldozing uh, in the oh that's awesome field. yeah I think that's a big one um, so you've had a coach before and um, would you like to share what uh, some or one of your most valuable outcomes from having a coach has been well we did some coaching together yeah, um, that's right 
And, you know, I think one of the things that was really great about working with you was one, I know how much you care about um, the work that you do and why you do the work that you do. So it's wonderful to have somebody that I can talk to honestly and, and you know, talk about where I'm at within my business, what block I'm coming up against, um, you know, what strategy I am having a hard time putting in place with. And with you, you were great at reflecting back for me. Oh, hey, have you considered this? Or have you looked at it this way? You've always got such great perspectives and those extra set of eyes was really helpful for me when it came time to um, really considering another alternative route for my business or my career or all of that. So that's one of the things that I think has been really helpful about working with a coach um, and you specifically was that ability to help me reframe within myself how I'm looking at something and give me an alternative perspective. Awesome. That's great. So um, we're getting close to the end of this podcast episode and I have three rapid fire questions that I like to ask all of my guests. So number one, what is your favorite quote? Ah, I know this one. It's um, Mar It's the Marion Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does nothing for the world. And as you illuminate yourself, you give other people unconscious permission to do the same. Wow. And in terms of uh, books that have impacted your um, entrepreneurial journey so far, do you have mm -hmm. any favorites? Um, yeah, most recently, Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, it's a goodie. Um, it really looks at developing a mind, a growth mindset, uh, and, and particularly really looks at the character aspect of entrepreneurship, the element that I think there's so many different ways in which you're stretched in entrepreneurship. Um, and most recently on my journey, it was journey. It was most um, recently looking at my character and taking a good hard look at how my character was impacting my business. So that's a good one. Uh, another one that is just an all the time good is the language of letting go by Melody Beattie. Um, and it's a daily reader that really gives a lot of very wise perspective on that can be applied to every single area of your life. Amazing. Thank you. I'll look that up. Um, and what is something the listeners can do or focus on this week in getting closer to um, running their own business? Mm. Take one baby step towards the direction of what you want and to take action. Awesome. You know, all the planning, all the strategizing, you know, it's all wonderful, but if you do not put your work, your voice, your creations, your products, your services out into the world, um, they can't get traction. So take an action step towards what you're wanting to bring out into the world. 
Beautiful. So looping back to that perfectionism again and sort of moving through that and, and putting yourself out there. Awesome. So where can the listeners find you? Yeah, so you can find me on my website, www.thewellboho.com. Um, you can join my e-newsletter from there. You can also find me on Instagram at the well boho. Um, yeah, so there's lots of different ways to connect. Yeah, beautiful. All right. So thank you so much, Lara, for stepping on uh, this podcast and sharing your wisdom. You're one of those people that I look at and think, oh, my God, you could just talk and talk and I'll just sit back and listen because it's so much wisdom and beauty coming out um so thank, thank you, so you for much. having me thank you all right well enjoy the rest of your night over in new zealand <laughs> thank you so much for listening today if you enjoy this episode, please share it with anyone who supports women entrepreneurs and natural therapies. To create change, we need to work together and promote each other. As always, please leave a review, five stars if you think we need more mindfulness and spirituality in business. If you're interested in coaching with me, head on over to my website and schedule a free discovery call. Finally, if you have any inquiries, or you would like to interview me on your show, shoot me an email. Details are in the show notes over at my website, martinathomason.com. Have an amazing week. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>